Hey, good morning. It's Miranda Hughes here from Faith Strong. I hope y'all had an amazing, wonderful 4th of July weekend. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. For my work week, it's just now starting back up today. I had a few days off, and so it's been really nice. Um, I've been spending time with God, and I have, you know, just enjoyed the weekend. Uh, fireworks, great food, some family, that kind of thing. I hope y'all did the same. And if not, that's okay, because you know what? God's doing a new thing in our lives, and next year could be totally different for you. Also, if you're not from America, um, I don't know if you guys celebrate your country in any kind of way, um, like, a, like a national holiday or anything like that. But if you do, you know, take time to celebrate it and enjoy it, you know, if you are grateful for it. Um, but anyways... So God's been speaking to me about leaning into the discipline. And that's basically what the title of this is going to be called. And so discipline, it sounds like a bad word. It sounds not pleasant. And that's because it actually isn't pleasant. But discipline is actually, if you think about it, it's more like just structure. You know, God's calling his people to represent him. And in order to get to that level, in order to look and represent Christ, you know, we have to die to ourselves, not physically, obviously, but we have to put away our old desires. We have to put away the old self. And that can be really, you know, hard to do. So that's where that phrase, um, old habits die hard, you know, it comes into play about this. You know, if God's been wanting you to be healthier with your body, <clears throat> It might be really hard to give up smoking or drinking. It might be really hard to give up junk food. It might be really hard to, you know, put away some old habits. But the consequences are if you don't quit smoking, you could end up with cancer. You could end up, you know, with who knows what, but just some kind of like deformity um, from the cancer taking over or if they catch a tumor of some kind or whatever and they have to cut it out you know god doesn't want that for you if you're drinking too much you could have liver damage you could have um you can get to a point where you have to function on alcohol um and then you end up you know having to have people take care of you and again, that's not really a way to live life. That's not why God created you. You know, he created you so that, yes, you can have fun, but it's mainly to have purpose. And it's for God's purposes. God wants us to be able, you know, to represent Christ. And even though we're not going to be perfect, that's understandable and fine because we're human. You know, we're not Jesus Christ. We're, you know, for me, I'm Miranda and you are whoever you are. And at the end of the day, we're people, you know, we're going to make mistakes. We're not always going to get it right. But the best part and the best beauty of being a Christian or being, you know, a part of God's kingdom and being a child of God is that, you know, there's forgiveness, there's grace, and there's mercy. And even though God is a very loving God, you know, he's not always going to let us get away with everything all the time, especially for those of us. If you think about it, if you are parents, you know how that is. If your child keeps mouthing off or if they keep uh, being rude or disrespectful, like you're not going to let that continue for very long. Like you're going to put your foot down. You're going to give them a timeout. You might 
um, you know, ground them or send them to their room. Like you might take something away from them to reach the point across that what their behavior is, is not acceptable. Okay. So the same thing with God, you know, if he's told us to treat people more fairly and more kind and we're not doing it, if we're being selfish with our money, if we're being selfish with, um, just me, me, me all the time, if we're not really representing Christ, if we're not going and doing what it is that he's called and told us to do, whatever that may look like, you know, for me or for you, you know, discipline is involved and it's not necessarily a horrible thing like people think it is. Yes, it does not feel very good during the time frame in which you're being disciplined. For instance, God's been disciplining me with finances He's been teaching me, you know, that I can't just spend my money wherever I like and whenever I want. He's been teaching me that, you know, you need to have a budget. You need to be able to pay attention to where your money's going because I want to have, I'm a culinary arts student right now and for professional pastry arts, um, I would like to have my own business. So, you know, God's disciplining me and he's awakening me. And showing me the reality of what it's going to cost, literally, and also what it's going to take to run a business and to be successful. And one of the ways that I could be successful is balancing and budgeting my money and my time. And knowing not to overuse my resources and knowing how to balance all that. And that can be very, very difficult. So... You know, I thank God that he's been disciplining me, even though it doesn't always feel the best. God's been telling me to lean into it, you know, go towards the discipline, quit trying to run away from it, quit trying to avoid it, quit trying to get around it. It's just, if you want to grow in Christ, if you want to go from glory to glory, discipline is just part of the process. Okay. It doesn't mean that God hates you. It doesn't mean that God's, you know, furious with you. It just means that he's steering you in the correct direction. And so the verse that he gave me for this episode is Proverbs chapter 3 verse 11 through 12 ESV version. And it is, my son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him who he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. So you know, let's just break this down just a little bit. The word despise means hate. And weary means getting tired. Reproof or reprove. Basically, um, it means rebuke or criticism or reprimand. So what this is saying is, my son, do not hate the Lord's discipline or get tired of his criticism. For the Lord criticizes him who he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights or who he has favor on or who he loves. So he loves you. He loves me. And he loves us so much that he doesn't want us to be corrupted. He doesn't want us to, you know, have a bitter, nasty heart. He doesn't want us to be bitter towards other people. He wants us to be representing Christ and to be able to get to that point if he catches us, you know, because he's always watching, if he's catching us in the act of being selfish or catching us in the act of, 
you know, just being bitter or double-minded or just very uh, disobedient, you know, like we're just, you know, wanting to do things our way all the time. God is going to step in and correct that. He's going to critique and he's going to make little, you know, tweaks to our, our, to our life or make little adjustments so that we don't continue walking down that path. We don't continue acting in that sin or we don't continue having that mindset or that, um, that way of living. You know, God really wants to, to make sure that we are staying as close to him as possible. And that can be really hard to do if we're not having our focus on him and if we are, our minds are elsewhere. And so one of the ways that God, you know, gets us to stay on the right path other than, you know, reading the Bible and prayer is, and if you think about it, if you're not doing that, if you're not praying, if you're not reading your Bible, if you're not taking a few moments out of your day to just, you know, spend time with God and just thank him for all that he's done for you and show appreciation, you know, spending quality time with him. If you're not doing those things, you know, eventually you're going to drift, you're going to drift off or drift away and you're going to get uh, caught up in something that you don't want to be caught in. And that's where you can get caught up in your own thinking. You can get uh, misled by other people. You know, you just got to stay as close as possible to Christ the best that you can. And if not, sometimes we tend to wander. And then when we do our own thing, you know, sometimes we don't make the best choices. And it just one thing leads to another. It's like a domino effect. So discipline is not horrible. You know, it's it's actually necessary in order to become more like Christ. And also because, like I said, you know, God is a really good, good father. You know, he loves us to no end. Like he literally sent Jesus to die for us just so he could make sure that there was a way for us to get back to him. You know, he's not going <laughs> to let you go that easily. Like he wants to make sure that you know, you're not going to end up in prison or you're not going to end up dead or you're not going to end up in a situation where, you know, you might be filled and packed with regret. He wants to make sure that, you know, even though this is unpleasant, even though, you know, I might have to discipline you just for a little bit, you know, that's going to be a lot better than the other result that your sin was leading you into. So I hope this makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, basically God just wants you to be more open to the moments where God is disciplining you and just pay attention to what it is like the lesson that it is that he wants you to learn, um, while he is disciplining you. Because once you learn the lesson and you're not repeating the mistake, you're not repeating the sin, you're not going further in it you're obviously going to be in the clear to move forward. Like God's going to be able to say, okay, you know, I can use this person now. They seem to understand what they did wrong. They're aware of what they did wrong. They've apologized to me. They've asked for my forgiveness. They've repented. Their actions are, you know, backing up their words. All right. You know, I can bless them. I can move them forward. We can go on to the next chapter in life. I can bring in that relationship. I can bring in that promotion. You know, like God will reward you for your discipline. Like if you're willing to go through it, you're willing to not, you know, basically if God's sending people in your life to also help with the discipline, 
Sometimes God just disciplines you himself. And other times he'll send people into your life, family members, friends, co-workers, church members, anyone, sometimes strangers, who might come off as if they don't like you or they might come off as if uh, they don't have anything nice to say to you. But here's the thing. It's through that, those moments and those people where God is using them to shape you, where he's using their words to get you to pay attention and get you to wake up and notice where you need to make those changes in your life, where you need to start improving and where you need to start practicing, um, you know, a different mindset or practicing a different way of handling a situation. Uh, God doesn't just use people that like you and love you and are nice to you to help shape you. He's going to use people that don't like you. He's going to use people that may come off harsh, but they actually mean well. You know, sometimes harsh isn't always bad. And the word criticism, people cringe at it because they think it just means uh, hate or judgment. And it actually doesn't. Criticism just means feedback. That's it. That is it. It just means feedback. So if you're wanting to know where you need to be working on yourself, if you need to be more polite, if you need to, you know, give more money to charity, if you need to... I don't even know, spend more time volunteering somewhere. If you need to, you know, be better at time management, if you need to be a better parent, if you need to study more as a student, whatever it is that God has been nudging on your heart to do. And you have, or even if you just need to be taking care of your house a little bit better. The point is, is that God is going to make you a better person. He's going to make you stronger. He's going to make you more reliable, more respected as a person. And the only way to get there is through criticism. Because sometimes we don't realize when we're in the wrong. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. And when we don't, it can be pretty dangerous. Because that's why God has to send somebody in to point out to us, Hey, you shouldn't be talking like that. You shouldn't be acting like that. You shouldn't be doing this. So not... Basically, God doesn't want us to always shrug off someone's opinion or someone's uh, criticism when they do give it to us. And also, if you are trying to make it bigger in Christ, like you are trying to go from glory to glory, if you do want a podcast, if you do want a YouTube channel, if you do want a social media platform somewhere, if you want to be on TV, if you want to be on the radio, anywhere, if you want to be in the spotlight, if you want to be able to be used by God and you want to go further here's something that I don't know if anyone's ever told you or if you've ever you know experienced this but people are always going to have an opinion of you they're always going to have something to say and if you want to go higher with God like you got to get used to criticism you have to get used to people always wanting to tell you something because sometimes they're going to point out things that you're not even paying attention to things that actually do matter and things that actually don't And this is why you can't get super upset over every comment that is made on your post or every comment that is made on your video, you know? So I don't know if this makes sense to you guys or not. I hope it does. But God just wants you to know that it's like, if you want to grow in him, you know, part of growing up is being disciplined as a child so that you can become a better adult. And to grow up in Christ, doesn't matter how old you are, 
even God disciplines his children. And if we're children of God, we're children all the days of our lives. It doesn't matter if you're three years old or going on a hundred, you know, if God wants you to be corrected, criticism is part of that process. It's not always going to feel good in the moment when that takes place, but you're going to look back and appreciate God so much for him taking the time to make sure that you were changed in the heart and in the mind to become more like Christ so that you can handle people and situations and emotions so much better and more appropriately and more maturely and more Christ-like than you ever had before. And discipline is just something that is essential and necessary for growth. It's just part of it. And criticism, again, it just means feedback. That's it. It's just what, you know, it just it's just something that you're just going to have to have in order to know, you know, your starting point of what you need to work on because it can get really hard for us to see ourselves. And that's also um, Proverbs chapter three, verses five through six, when he's talking about, do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him, meaning God, and he will straighten out your paths. You know, if we get in our own ways and in our own way and our own thinking, sometimes our thinking isn't right. You know, sometimes, uh, we think we're going in the right way and we're actually not. So again, why, God's not going to let you go down a road all the way down to where it's bad if he can turn you around and get you corrected in the very beginning before you get too much heartache or uh, too much of a heartache, too much disaster, too much anything. But if you're not willing to be criticized by God, if you're not willing to be disciplined by him and you're not going to step into the discipline, you're not going to be like, okay, I messed up. I do need to do better. You know, God, show me how to do this. Guess what? Then he actually will let you go down that road. Because if you're not willing to listen, if you're not willing to go through the discipline and lean into God during that season, then you're just going to have to learn the hard way. Basically, boils down to that. So either you learn the hard way or you can learn with Christ by leaning into the discipline. And over the last, I don't know, few months to the last year, I've learned that even though it doesn't feel the best to be criticized or it doesn't feel the best to be going through some discipline, it's a lot safer and it's a lot more comforting to just go the route that God is on, which is discipline, rather than being disobedient and trying to continue going down my route and end up with way more regret. So I hope that helps y'all. Um, I don't really have anything else to add for that. I'm not sure if God's going to give me another verse for it or not, but yeah, that was lean into the discipline and thank you for listening. Um, I, I'm going to be praying for you guys. I hope that you guys are doing excellent and I hope that you guys are taking in anything that you learn about God anywhere. Um, just make sure again that you do take things back to God and make sure that he's breaking things down for you to understand them better. Uh, yeah, don't ever be afraid to like get on Google or YouTube and type in questions if you're not sure of how things sound to you about God. Like God is, I mean, always check with the Bible, but first, but if you're not, 
understanding it. Sometimes, like, I had to look up on YouTube today what the definition of meekness was because I just needed an example. Like, I just needed to know what does that look like in 2022, meekness. And then I realized meekness is just, you know, humility or humility. So it does help if you're not sure of things to just kind of go to God about it. And if you're still not sure, you know, there's nothing shameful with reaching out to other people or like I said, even listening to a podcast like mine or um, typing things up on Google, just kind of researching and doing an extensive research just to make sure that you are understanding what it is that you're reading. And that's another way that God will be able to help teach you and break things down to what it is that you need to learn so that you can move on to the next phase or the next level um, on your journey with him. So I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening and God bless you. Bye.